It's been 20 years of doing this stuff, and what do you think, maybe 15 of those years, Will Power's been a part of this thing, Crasher? Kenny, take a look at his T-shirt line. It's it, He starts it at 1999, so he's basically saying 21 years. He's older than us. Wow. Will Power, how many years have you been coming into the Freak Nation? I reckon it would have started in about 2010. Mm. No? Or maybe were you guys, or maybe you guys interviewed me when I was in Champ Car in 06 oh, yeah. or 07. Yeah. Would oh, that yeah. be possible? The Absolutely. green and yellow car? Hells yeah, we did. Yeah, well, okay, so we are talking the 15-year mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Uh, we're going to talk about that race win last weekend in Indianapolis, but what is it that you miss about CART and you don't miss about CART? Well, I miss the cars. They're fantastic machines, heaps of horsepower, um, real beasts, they're light. Uh, what I don't miss, uh, you know what? I, I just really longed for the two series to be together um, because then you're racing against the best of the best. You know, I, I looked at both series and the top few drivers of all those series, I, th- I just thought it would be just so awesome for them to merge together and it actually happened. So um, that was pretty cool. Well, is there something, like I believe you guys ran in Las Vegas. There, there were just some odd races that we don't see now with the merged series, yeah. the merged IndyCar series, Australia especially. Wouldn't it be great to get back yeah. there? Are there some tracks like that that you would like back? Well, yeah, we went to some great venues. We went to Australia. We raced at Mexico City, um, Edmonton, which we did when the series was merged. was always a good one. Anywhere in Canada always gets a big crowd there. Fans are knowledgeable and enthusiastic. Um, Japan. So we're, yeah, it's, I don't think we're ever, I'm not sure with Roger owning a series, I'm pretty sure it's going to be very focused on North America. So I'm not sure we'd ever go back to any of those events unless the, until the series is where it needs to be here in the U.S. Will Power won the IndyCar race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the second of a doubleheader last weekend. Will, you dominated that race. You dominated like you should have been able to do that all year long. What keeps you from carrying that domination through the year? Yeah, I know. It, that is, it is a question that we've been asking ourselves. It's been very frustrating, let's say, for... Oh, man, I can't tell you the last time we started the season strongly. I think 2014. Hmm. And it's it's not the same thing it's not the same mistake it's just some you know i can just go through the season i mean texas we track was very difficult to pass Uh, you know that's the first race of the season and uh i feel like we had we were definitely on for about a third place finish and drop a wheel nut um or get sent without a wheel and you can never pass back up so immediately from the outset we were on the back foot but I just think about this year, I mean, how many races that we were in contention for? How many races that, like, it's, it, is, it is frustrating. It's something I'm working very hard and to try to understand how we can fix it because we just have to start the season next year um, in a strong way and in contention. We just have to. We've just got so much potential. Will Power, can you pinpoint the problem without insulting yourself or anybody on the team? Can you tell what's keeping that domination to a minimum? Well, it's it's 
it's a real tough one. It really is. I don't quite understand because it's, if it was the same mistake in the pits every time, it's an easy fix. Um, you know, and then there's uh, mistakes that I've made myself. But, yeah, um, we'll have a close look at it. I mean, all you can do is 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 make sure that we do the repetitions that we need to do as far as pit stops go because obviously that's been an issue this year. And um, I feel like as a driver, I'm continually improving and learning and still getting faster. I still... I am at the absolute peak of my speed um, now than I ever have been. So I feel very confident in the speed and everything and our potential. We've just got to put it all together. Will Power joins us in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. Will, we've seen you dominate. You won a championship and you controlled the series that year. What's different now? Yeah, it's just um, you just keep adding to your toolbox. You just keep adding things that you didn't know before and you just have so much more to pull from, uh, you know, so much more information so you can execute really well every time. Um, you know, when you think about, if you just think about qualifying, it's I'm so good at putting it together and understanding what the car needs for that special lap and, um, you know, peaking at the right times. It's just, it comes down to experience. I haven't lost any of the speed that I had when I was, you know, a kid in Champ Car in 2006 and seven. I've just got a lot of experience and have just incrementally got better over time. And, um, you know, once you tap out on something, you start working on something else. <laughs> and uh, you just keep adding to it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying it more than I ever have. And, uh, I know how to put a weekend together really well. We just the frustrating thing for me has been not being a championship contender with the speed that we have, the potential we have. We have such potential. I mean, if you look at our pit stops, when we win races like Mid Ohio, we're the quickest on pit lane. Um, you know, I reckon that's gonna be probably the case maybe at Indy Road course as well. In that race that we, we take off and we dominate, we put it all together so well. We just need to do that consistently. Well, you talk about consistently, and that's just been something that everybody's been battling. It seems like everybody except for Scott Dixon this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. So not that anybody yeah, wants to point yeah. fingers, but you can point fingers at the no. pandemic. Well, actually, I, I think you're right. And I said that. I've said that. I said, look, there's only two cars that have not really screwed up on pit lane this year, and that's New Garden and Dixon that those guys have put it together as a group um, better than anyone else. They just haven't made the mistakes, and it shows in the points. <laughs> um, so, you know, th those guys, that those groups have got it right. Um, and, you know, maybe that's just circumstance. It just happened to be. Uh, but, yes, the pandemic means that you we, we didn't get to train as much. We didn't get to do the repetitions necessary. So, yeah, there was... And the weekends were way shorter, so you didn't get to do the pit stop practice. Um, and, yeah, it was really a matter of who could, who could minimize those mistakes over a year where you don't get the time. And, and, and those two cars, um, if you just look at it, at the, the stats over the years, over this year, um, have executed the best. So, Will Power, going back to you increasing the tools in your toolbox and learning more from things, what have you learned 
that, let's say, come down to the, the finale here in St. Pete, and Joseph Newgarden is going for the title. He's not out of it yet. What have you learned about Scott Dixon's driving that you can take advantage of to help your teammate, Joseph Newgarden? Well, well, you know, we understand his weakness, and that, that is that he cannot qualify very well. He's, um, he often is qualifying out of the top ten. So, you know, that's, that's a weakness that Joseph needs to really pounce on. And he, Joseph needs to go there, get pole, and he really does give himself a great chance to um, uh, uh, win the championship. You know, Scott's strength is basically we call it the we call it, we call it the um, the Wolf Pack. That's what we call Dixon's team because it's been <laughs> together um, so long, and uh, that's their strength. They never their, their strategy and their pit stops are the, probably the best in pit lane. And um, you know that they're going to execute in that respect and put a really good race together. So, um, yeah, that's it's really it's really you know, New Garden's got nothing to lose but to absolutely go for it. Is the he goal has to. is the yeah. goal for Will Power for the St. Pete race, the finale, to be sure to finish ahead of Colton Herta? And if that's true, is there bonus money entailed in that? No, it's probably no. I don't even know. I don't think so. You see, I haven't even looked. <laughs> haven't looked at my contracts. So. <laughs> I've that much faith in Roger. I know he's doing. The, <laughs> he'll do the right thing by me. So, um, yeah. Uh, but there's um, just yes. You know, it is definitely the finish ahead of Colton, but he needs to kind of have a bit of a bad day because I need to get 15 points more than he does and. You know, obviously, if Joseph's right up there, it's really no... I'll be just kind of helping him as far as not passing him or being in front of him. So we'll just have to see how that all plays out. But, uh, yeah, the aim is to try outscore him. Is there bonus money to you if Joseph Newgarden wins the championship? I actually think there is. I think there is a bonus for the other drivers if he wins the championship. I, I think so. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Holy smokes. It's called the Penske bonus, the team bonus. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there would be. I think there is some sort of bonus. I, I have no clue. I haven't. I didn't ever. Like, that was how much. That's how good it is when you drive a Penske. You don't really have to look at the contract. <laughs> Just sign it. Good to go. Yep, I'll take it. Are you sure, Will? You're not getting paid. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Well, this might be a little bit of a sensitive question, but have you noticed stress in Roger Penske this year because of everything that has been so whack about 2020 and all of his businesses and just all the adaptation that has had to result from it? Oh, sorry, have I noticed what about Roger? Just the fact that he has been stressed because... Or 20, has he been stressed? Or has he been stressed, yeah, because of 2020 uh, just hurting some yeah, businesses. I, it's... it's um. You know, I think that's. I think Roger loves and enjoys business. That's his. Uh, that's his. Let's say golf almost. But um, yeah, I'm sure it has been stressful. There's just so much on his plate. So much on his plate. You de- definitely don't see him as much around the race weekend. He's constantly meeting with people. So uh, yeah, and obviously with the pandemic, it certainly makes it tougher. It's very, very tough. Hit as far as the 500 goes. I mean, 
I actually feel like we're very fortunate that Roger took over the series and the Speedway at at the time that he did because I'm not sure what sort of shape we'd be in if, if he hadn't because he had to foot a lot of the bill. So yeah. um, very good to have him as a leader in such a tough time. Really, really lucky. What's the biggest race you're looking forward to if it all goes as planned for 2021 outside of the Indy 500? Nashville. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. I just think that I've really got like a couple of races in my head that I just can't wait to get to. Long Beach and Nashville. Like always cool. Long Beach, just such a, because I've been, that's one event that's been on my calendar since I started racing mm. here in the U.S. every year. Yeah, it's the first year we missed it. And we talked to Chris Pook, or at least I did, gosh, maybe two months ago now. And even though, I mean, we're hoping the pandemic goes away by Long Beach time next year, but still people, I mean, it's almost like we have a job as media and as drivers and as series representatives to remind people that it's going to be okay. Wear your mask. You can come back and enjoy live racing. That Because Chris Pook is yeah. very worried about that. The California landscape is just that people are not going out to any events. Yeah. He, he's worried about that. That is, that is a, that's something I've been worried about. I really really hope in the next few months that this clears up and or we find a way to just live with the fact that corona is going to be around yeah um as we have with the flu um and uh, we get to go back to somewhat normal life uh it's um yeah i worry about that because i i think motorsport as an industry couldn't handle another year of this i think it'd you'd really it would really weaken it and you'd start to see, uh, see, you know, sponsors and teams pull out, which would be a real pity. And events, and events pull mm-hmm. out. Um, so yeah, I think, in one way or another, the government and the country needs to understand how we either, you know, eradicate it or live with it, um, so business can kind of get back to normal. I don't know how that's done, but that's kind of what needs to be done. No, it's right. But in the meantime, I will never forget one of your Instagram posts from at the beginning of the pandemic in the U.S. where your son, Bo, took a massive dinger. How's his face doing oh, these days? Yes. Yeah, no, he healed completely. Oh, nice. He healed completely. How's his face doing these days? Well, he lost his nose and one of his ears, but he's doing well. <laughs> he's doing, yeah. No, yeah, he's, it all healed up. But, yeah, that was, oh, man, of course it was under my watch and uh i was out there he's running down the driveway and face plant oh. ah wife's like every time you're watching him something happens not every time that was one time liz so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i say the same to kenny will you be more yeah. careful listen i ripped my daughter's earring out of her ear and where was I? Oh, I was in Indianapolis. God. Yes. I was in Indy, and you were in Phoenix, and yes, that happened when you yeah, were I, watching her. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Liz just, Liz, Liz just yelled in the background that Daddy didn't because he was bouncing on the couch when I was meant to be watching him. I just walked to the pantry for a second. I hear a big scream. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And he jumped off, and his head, forehead hit the bloody coffee table. So oh! now whenever he's found, he's got the, what she calls the Daddy dent. It never went away. That blew, blows my mind. It didn't cut nothing. It's just an indentation. 
Damn. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It'll be more aerodynamic Damn. when he gets behind the wheel. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. Now look, uh, hey, nothing would make us happier for you win for you to win St. Pete to uh, call us in for the season-ending race win, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Right. I love winning so much. Mm. It's just such a great feel. I saw it today. I was watching the end of the NASCAR race, and uh, uh, Chase Elliott won. I just said, man, it feels good to win. <laughs> it just feels good to win a race. It just feels so good. And the reason it feels so good, because 80% of the season you don't win, and it feels horrible. So the contrast is massive. That's why it feels so good, because motorsport is... You know, just mostly heartbreak and just horror. And then every now and then you get that win and it just makes it all worth it. Does it hurt even more when you think about every race this season you were in it and only won two? Oh, yeah. That hurts me over the whole my whole career. <laughs> I think about the races I've led and those bloody yellow flags and IndyCar shelling the pits. <laughs> I would have, I'd have another 10 plus to my name. Ten plus. It'd be a lot. If you went through it, it'd be a lot. <laughs> I actually celebrate whenever I win a race that I don't deserve. That is so <laughs> satisfying. So satisfying. I totally didn't deserve it, but there have been so many times that I should have won that I didn't, but that just is like, mmm, thank you. I want to win one I totally didn't deserve, and a big one, like the 500. God, Powell was terrible. He's just terrible. <laughs> And then he somehow came through at the end and 10 people in front of him crashed and there was a couple of mechanical failures and he won the race. Or the yellow came out just at the right time mm. and Powell won that race. Just started raining. He was never going to win it, but he did. That <laughs> is satisfying. With my career, anyone else, it might be disappointing. I would rather, they may have rather win it in a more, you know, epic way with a big battle. But me, something epic is like, I totally didn't deserve it, but I won that. I didn't deserve it, and I won it, and it makes me feel really good. You know then that's not going to be great father advice in about oh, shut five up. or six years? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's not, but it's good advice for life. <laughs> Take it when you can get it. Yes. Take it when you can get it. Life is just full of just trials and terrible things happening, and every now and then something goes right for you, and it's just great. And that's life. That's the enjoyment of life is fighting through this battle. And the battle that I have is just phenomenal compared to most people. Like living in this country and driving race cars for a living, like I can never ever complain. It's just an amazing life. Like I should be imprisoned if I complain about my life. Well We get too we get we damn. get way too happy. We get way too, you know, uh, what can you say, used to the status quo. We get way too used to this amazing life. Let's go back and live 100 years ago. Uh Now, that's tough. That is a tough life. Now, it's just like, oh, heaven. Yeah. I don't know how else we Now, was that a big circle or what? That was amazing. (laughs) That was amazing. That was a big circle. (laughs) It went all the way back to like, yeah, life's just like heaven. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Living in a lean-to in the backwoods of Australia, willpower. Yeah, right. Man. Damn it. I uh, love it. As I said probably 30 minutes ago, it would be awesome to have you call us after your St. Pete win, bud. 
It would be. I mm. think maybe I feel too comfortable with you guys. Mm. <laughs> that's what, and the problem is what? That's what many drivers say, and they go, they go back and listen to the interview. They go, "Oh, why did I say that?" Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Oh, I don't care. You know, you know what? Like life's really short. Mm-hmm. Once you get close, once you get to about forty, you realize, like, man, that forty years went real fast. <laughs> that went really fast, which means I'm going to be pretty much gone soon. So I need to enjoy this. Well, we're gonna let you get off, we're gonna let you get off the phone so you can enjoy the rest of your life with your family. Okay, sounds good. I can <laughs> tell you guys want to get rid of me. To go, no. you like to no, I really do. Talk I'm quick. tired of talking to you. Cut, no. cut, cut the cut the interview. He's lost it. Jesus, man. No, we just yeah. have a time limit. We have commercials that we have to get to. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. All right. I thought we were just having a You mean that was the interview? I thought we were conversation. <laughs> Brought to you by Pinsky Trucking. Uh, yeah, Verizon, Pinsky Trucking. All right. I'm going to have some green tea, and yeah. I'll uh, <laughs> speak to you guys later. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Cheers. All right. Bye.